Improve it, fam. Oh my goodness, today's show is so good. That's so good. So good. This is one of my dear friends, Kelly Scullin, and Kelly is improving it in so many ways. Kelly's a people leader, a solutioneer, a cultural warrior, and a SHRM senior certified professional. Now, she's worked across various industries, healthcare, insurance, nonprofit alike, but Kelly employs a broad managerial perspective to create sensible, actionable people strategies and solutions. Life pointed Kelly to an HR career by accident, and no sooner did she fall deeply and madly in love with the work that draws her on both her identities as a logician uh-huh, and creative. After more than three years at insurance giant AIG, she joined the AMA, or the American Marketing Association, in 2013 to build the HR discipline from the ground up nurturing an organizational fitness approach that yields high engagement, low turnover, and a rich community experience. A self-proclaimed recovering type A, this Kentucky girl turned Chicago and uses motherhood backpacking, which we'll talk about Dungeons and Dragons. That didn't come up, but so cool. She plays Dungeons and Dragons travel and more to sharpen her improv skills and aid her growth personally and professionally. Kelly Scullin. Oh my God, I can't wait for you to hear her conversation today. It's so good. We're going to talk about why improv is so important to the culture of American Marketing Association and this concept of we are managers of energy. That is so good. So stay tuned for that. If you're a leader or a emerging leader or a person who wants to lead teams, this concept of managers of energy is so good. We talk about yes and in depth and how it's a way to choose to acknowledge your team members' contribution. This show is very, very jam-packed. So stay tuned. Have a notebook and pen nearby. Real quick, if you have not yet gotten your hybrid hype handout, it's a free downloadable PDF that you can get by clicking on the link in the show notes here. It's going to give you more tips and tricks for using improv and helping you use improv to hybrid hype your team. It's going to give you all the tips and tricks you need to lead your team in this remote workforce. Grab it in the link in the show notes. Friends, Improve It fam, hold on. This show is going to be a fun and fast ride. Let's hear this conversation with Kelly Scullin. Are you a leader or change maker inside of your business, organization, or corporation? Are you looking for new, innovative ways to drive morale through the roof? Are you looking for fun and exciting icebreakers, team building exercises, and activities that will foster team growth, friendships, loyalty, and completely transform your organization from the inside out? Have you been searching for a fun and unique way to create change instead of the same old dry, boring leadership books and icebreakers that aren't actually working? Hi, I'm Erin Deal, business improv edutainer, fail fluencer, and professional Zoom who is ready to help you improve it. My mission in life is to help you develop teams and leaders through play, improv, and experiential learning. In this podcast, we will deep dive into professional development, team building, effective communication, networking, presentation skills, leadership training, how to think more quickly on your feet, and everything in between. 
We have helped everyone from Fortune 500 companies to small mom and pop shops transform their business, their leadership, and their people through play. So grab your chicken hat. We are about to have some fun. Welcome to Improve It, the podcast. Kelly's calling. Welcome to the Improve It podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're like, what did I just sign up for? You know, you know, uh, first time caller, long time listener. See what I did there. Uh right? Am I right? Kind of? Am I sort of right on that? You're absolutely right. Long time listener, long time mega fan and um, first time first time caller. So I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk all the things with you. And you know that the, the mega fan is mutual. There's a mutual mega fanship. <laughs> okay, Kelly. Aww, okay. I'm so grateful. Okay. Well, let me do something. This is a little fun thing that we do in one of our workshops, but I wanted to do it today because it's a fun activity to get to know Kelly. It's called Five Facts. Okay. Five Facts. I love it. You know this one. We do this. We do this at my company. We do five questions fast. Okay. Um, And that's the way we get to know our new hires. And and we do it just, you know, innocuous questions just to get to know them a little bit. So I am on board. It's like the stars have aligned for us. Yes, they have. And I'm I'm wondering if I know any of these facts. So I'm gonna do it's a little it's a little little jig and it goes like this. Mm-hmm. Five facts, five facts, five facts, five facts, five facts. And then I'm gonna turn it to you and you're gonna tell me number one. And then after you give me number one, it's just as a fun fact about Kelly that we could not know from your LinkedIn profile, from your mm-hmm. amazing bio, mm-hmm. from anything about Kelly that we could if we could Google, what's some things we don't know about Kelly? All right. All so right, right. are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Five facts. Five facts. Five facts. Five facts. Five facts. One. One is that I used to, from the age of 12 until I was 24, I played in bands like indie rock bands. And I used to tour the U.S. and make albums. Don't Google it. <laughs> Want to come back to that too. The second fact is that I love backpacking. It is one of my very favorite things to do. It does not show up on my resume, but I love backpacking. It has lots of intersection with improv. I'm excited to talk about that today. But I really wanted more challenge after I got into camping and all that. I've camped all my life, but... Um, I got really into it and I just needed like a little bit more challenge. So I went backpacking. It was amazing. And I love doing it every year. I love it. All right. Three. Three. Um, let's see. I love to sew. Sewing is one of my my hobbies. That's not something that shows up on my LinkedIn profile, but I love sewing. It's um, a really meditative practice for me and um, my favorite thing to do in my free time. What did not know this for? Oh, for oh, we're getting down there, huh? Oh, 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 oh my gosh! I swear I'm more interesting. Than what's this. your What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? My favorite color, green. Okay, okay, and five. Tell us um, something we wouldn't know about your weekend. What did you do this weekend? 
Um, I got to do a little bit of cooking this weekend. I made some soup and I made some stuff for freezer meals just for quick, uh, quick meals for the week. And, um, yeah, just got a lot of stuff prepped and cooked this weekend and got myself set up for success. Set up for success at meal prep and also, okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, can I really Google this indie rock band? Is this a thing that I could really do? <laughs> you could. What? What? Yeah. Do we need a link in the show notes? We do not. Okay. But we I will we say, don't. so it's one of the places in my life that I learned so much about myself and I'm so, it feels like a lifetime ago, but I um, learned so much about myself and really got to know what makes me tick. And one of the things that I learned is that I really love to try on ideas and I love the process of writing and recording music. Performing was, uh, you know, a little bit challenging for me. I'm an introvert by nature. I have morphed into more of an ambivert and later in life, but I um, I really enjoyed the idea of you know trying out ideas and, and shaping them. And that tra- translates into like my business life today. I really love trying out ideas. I love shaping them and kind of figuring them out and figuring out how to systematize them at work. And so it shows up in my life today, the things that I learned then. And um, I'm really grateful for that time in my life and everything I learned about it, uh, about myself. And um, yeah, it's been a wonderful time. Can I tell you, this is why I love having people that I know really well on this show, because I had no (laughs) idea about this, Kelly. How would this have come up? And we've known each other. This is what I want you to do. Can you tell the Improve It family how we met? Because it's, I was thinking back about this. It's like, (laughs) Eight years, nine years, maybe. Oh, yeah. But give them, give them the lowdown. Give them the skinny. Yeah, it was eight or nine years ago that you were working uh, for a talent staffing firm. And I met you and and Jen, who was just on your show. Yeah. And, um And so uh, you came into my office with a cupcake um, and... I have to say the cupcake was lovely, but it was really just getting to connect with you and really to um, understand like what alignment we have and trying to, you know, make things work and um, get the best out of every scenario. So um, it was really, I feel like a really important um, connection that we made then. And then I remember when you were, pitching to Red Eye and getting all kinds of uh, support from from all of your fans with Red Eye. And I think that was the, the paper, right? Yeah, the Red Eye Big Idea Award. Yes, in Chicago. The Big Idea Award. Yes, exactly. So, um, and when you said, guess what? I am starting my own business. This is going to be a full-time thing. And I just couldn't have been more thrilled for you. So it was uh, it was such a wonderful time. Yeah. Kelly has been, you have been truly just one of the best, most supportive, lovely human beings I've ever Aww. met, number one. But you have Likewise. just supported us through this and just have been such a guiding light and I'll always be so grateful for you for that because it's so vulnerable and what and just to give the audience too just a quick a rundown the Chicago red eye is this paper that you would get commuting so you would get it on the train or the bus and it was this free publication and they had this big award thing where 
you could pitch your next big idea. And this was right when Improve It was starting. And I pitched it to this paper and we ended up winning in our category and the public had to come out and vote. But I had to tell all of my clients at the recruiting firm I worked at with Jen D'Angelo, who was just on this show, mm-hmm. that I was starting my own thing. And Kelly, I'll never forget it. You were just like, let's go. Let's do this. You got this. And it was yes, so cool. So thank you for being you. <laughs> thank you for being you. I've learned so much from you and from your business too. I think, you know, um, one of the things that I really took away from that transition of, you know, working with you at Lakeshore and then moving over to improve it was that, um, you know, your spirit is alive and well in whatever you do and that you are sharing it out with the world and really making lives better through the things that you are, you know, sharing. I, I just am so grateful for all the light you put out in the world and um, you're amazing. So I'm really just super tickled to be here and to be, uh, you know, adding some energy to it. Okay. And Kelly, first of all, I almost like, again, I'm like, okay, I don't want to cry on this show, but I might. Things might, get ha- <laughs> things might happen. I have, a ling- I have a ring light, right? A, a ring light on my eyeball right now. And I'm trying very hard <laughs> to look into the light. Do not let it, do not, do not let a tear in the right now, but it is so true. And I, I feel like honestly, Kelly, you have just been a guiding, you need the people in your life to build you up. And if you're listening and you don't have those people, find new people because they're out there and you have been a source of energy and light for me. I feel like it's, it's such a two-way street. I'm so, you can't keep going with things that are really vulnerable without people who really love and support you. And you've just been that for so long. And we knew each other, you know, at, at a different place in my life when I was in recruiting. And then as soon as I said, Hey, we're starting this company, you were like, yes, let's do this. And then you brought improve it into the fold at American marketing association, like really early, like year one. Oh Yeah. When we started launching, and I wanted you on this show because you and the team at AMA have really adopted a lot of the principles that we teach from improv. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to call them ours. There are the improv philosophies, but you have adopted them and put them into play at American Marketing Association. So let me ask you this. Why has improv been such a guiding light in building your company culture? Sure. Yeah, it's a really important question. I think it's really the place that we started was, you know, deciding. And and I really think that um, so much of this has to do with intention. We started defining what our core competencies would be and what we really wanted to achieve with our culture. And really, it started with the concept that we are first how we behave before we actually move into what we do. So how we behave is prerequisite to what we actually do and produce. There's famous quotes from like Maya Angelou. Um, you know, I'm totally going to boggle it here, but it's the, the general concept is that people remember how you made them feel, not what you did, not what your accolades were. It's really about how they felt when they were around you. And we as 
team members, as managers, as leaders, we are all managers of energy. And when we make choices about how we're going to manage energy, that's where we can really shift and channel that energy in really positive and productive directions. So making that choice to have what we call our be-do goals, um, that we behave first and we do second, that how we behave is important, perhaps even more important than what we actually do. So when we made that choice, we also kind of looked into different tools that we can use. We are all human. And what we can trust is that we're going to fail (laughs) at some point. Fail, yeah. Fail, yeah. (laughs) Fail, yeah. Failed it. Um, So we can trust that we're going to fail. And it's what we do when we fail. That's the stuff that really kind of helps us build up um, into our next move and and build on that failure. So um, it's no different than like, Going to the gym, you tear muscle to build muscle. And um, and so these were some of the concepts that we explored first before making a, an intentional choice to build yes and into our culture. So that's when we called you. <laughs> and, yep. and it was no small group that we asked you to handle. It was a huge group of about 65 people. So, and you and your team came in and, you know, Handle it like butter, like like totally butter. handle it. Yeah, like butter, smooth like butter, smooth like, like butter. butter. Yeah. Oh my god, you have so many sound bites already. I'm like butter. Also, <laughs> we we are the managers of energy. Like that's it, Kelly. Yeah, that is it. Like that is all the leaders listening to this show. Please write on your business card, manager of energy. Like literally, instead of your title, it's manager of energy. That is it. Because, oh my God, like it's so apparent to me and it's this thing that, you know, is so easy to say, but much harder to do your tone and the the energy that you set in a meeting, your tone and the energy you set when you step foot into the hallway at American Marketing Association or wherever you work, or the tone or the energy that you, you have on the receiving end of that Zoom call is the tone that sets the tone because leaders are the people who people look to to guide them, right? And it's like, if you have a different energy or tone, oh my God, that's what's going to be emulated. And that's, if, oh, I love this so much. That is a thousand percent it, Kel. That's so it. And truly, it's the thing that can make all the difference. And when you set your mind to that concept of like, I am a manager of energy. I'm not a manager of people. I'm not a manager of widgets. I'm not... You know, I am here to manage the energy and channel it forward in a really positive and productive place. Um, that's that's the stuff. And anytime you feel like you're straying from the mark or, or missing the mark, you use these concepts as uh, a framework to steer you back to the mark. We're only human. We're going to fail. And it's about setting that intention over and over again. Uh, I have fallen down on it plenty of times. There are times where, you know, I'm in a low energy zone and I really have to self-talk and get my mindset readjusted. 
back to that intention. So managers of energy, it's a, it's a thing. And it doesn't matter whether you're an individual contributor or a manager of others or an executive or whether you're a parent. Oh my gosh, don't get me started on managing energy as a parent. So that is the, that's the thing. It's That's the stuff. That is it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So when we came in 2015, there were 65 people. Mm-hmm. One of the major concepts, because I've Spoiler alert, we have spent the past like four months in American Marketing Association's offices. We have literally, Kelly and the team (laughs) graciously donated their space to us for these videos that we've been creating. So I was looking around and I was seeing, yes, and everywhere. So you've taken that Mm -hmm. and made these little cute cards. Uh, I say cute, but they're actually very hard stock, well-written fun copy font cards that say yes and. And yes and was one of those concepts that we started off with, with those 65 people to really ingrain that in the culture. What does yes and mean to you in American Marketing Association? What does that philosophy mean to you? It's a really good question. I, I think it is really the difference in managing that energy. You don't have to agree to every idea. This is not a concept where like you're surrendering your agency and you're prohibited from having courage to take a principled stand. It is a place where you choose choose to validate your team members' contribution mm-hmm. with the yes. You reflect back to them that yes, you heard them. And yes, here's what they contributed. And when you pair it with the and, you are signaling your gratitude for their contribution. Oh, Kelly Scullin. <laughs> Hold up. I can't. I'm writing this down. Hold on. Yes, keep going. <laughs> Write it down. Everybody get a pen and paper. Go, go. Yeah. So you're signaling your gratitude for their contribution when you say and. Instead of canceling it out with a but or stopping that energy with a no. Yes. And um, at least in my eyes is a mindset that we have to cultivate with intention. Like I was just saying, um, it's a culture we have to build intentionally. And the world is around us has challenged us enough to put those no's and the buts into our vernacular um, and into our muscle memory. And here's where I will um, intentionally use a but, but we can change that with our intention. I think it's one of the most beautiful things about being, you know, the the power of our minds and our um, humanness is being able to harness that awareness into something more productive, more positive, something that really helps um, again, validate the the contributions of our team members and still be able to build on that and, and maybe even lead them in a different direction by what you contribute um, and what you build on. So um, I know we have used this a number of times, like the, the idea of like planning a party and, um, you know, that exercise in yes and. You can say, yes, I hear that you want to have an epic you know, holiday party for our our team. That's awesome. I want Beyonce there too. She's and always there. She's always there. She's yes. always there. Yeah. 
I mean, fans blowing, sequins, all the things. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. And we also have a budget to work with. So I want to be sure that we achieve that epic vision that you have and that we are on time and on budget. So let's start taking that epic vision and making it happen. So it's saying, yes, I hear you. Yes, this is what I want to. Um, and even if it's not what you want, you can say, yes, this is the, the what I'm hearing. Reflecting back, affirming that they made a contribution. And here's what I want to enter into the mix. And we're going to have to work with this variable, right? It's no different than anything else in life. Um, yes, I want to go on the epic vacation and I have a budget to work with. You know, so it's not about entering in bad energy. It's just about entering in a new variable. And when you cultivate that, what you should hear back is someone else mirroring that image back to you and saying, yes, I know we have a budget and I want that too. So it's all about like channeling it forward together. I'm loving this talk of energy today. This makes me very happy. And is entering the new variable into the equation. Improve it, fam. Are you feeling stagnant at work? Are you frustrated by the lack of connection and the shortage of creativity when it comes to working in this hybrid world? If this sounds like you, then join us for a live preview of our interactive improv-based programs, including a sample of our last break, a sneak peek into our pre-work launched earlier this year, and spoiler alert, it's pretty funny, and a brief breakdown of our effective communication workshop. Now, we'll show you in one hour the full Improve It experience so you can communicate, inspire, and motivate your team moving forward. Join us on Tuesday. Day, March 29th from 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern for our live showcase. The link to sign up is in the show notes. Come try out the Improve It experience and see how our work can improve your team's hybrid world. I'm loving that you said yes and is a way you choose. Choose, yeah. It's, it's a, a choice choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely something that takes practice. And I think that's why I've been so grateful for our partnership is that um, we've gotten to do a lot of practice in, you know, consequence free kinds of spaces with our team is to practice this. And I see it on a daily basis where people will stop and say yes. And they pause and they reflect back. And then they pause again and they, then they go, and <laughs> so you see it actually in play. You see it happening before your eyes. And it's, it's a really, really lovely thing to see is when people are making that intentional choice to be affirming and to um, mirror back the energy that you're putting into it. So it, it really is this kind of like, virtuous cycle right yeah yeah Yeah. you give i it's so true it's like you put the energy that you receive back is a direct reciprocation of the energy that you put out and here's my thought on that too if the energy is not what you're putting out but you're still giving that positive energy then 
absolutely it's not about you. It's something to do with that person's day. It's something to do with the inner psyche of what's going on with that person. But if you are standing strong in the way that you are delivering and the way that you are communicating, then it's always, almost always going to be reciprocated back. Kelly, I love this so much. And I I love AMA's core values. I love that Yes And is woven into them. You go into the office, which is such a cool space, by the way. AMA has one of the <laughs> coolest offices, very like Mad Men vibes, very modern. They just did this huge, um, and it's this beautiful office in the Aeon building in Chicago overlooking the skyline. It's gorgeous. But they also have put direct intention into the space, how people were connecting with each other pre-COVID, because post, you know, Pre-COVID's one situation, post-COVID, I want to get to in just a moment, because what I really loved when I was just in the office for a while was every meeting room has a sort of reminder in front of the room of how you conduct meetings with intention and integrity and kindness and compassion. So it's, again, it's a choice. You've chosen to put those reminders in place is very intentional in the approach and the way that you want people to treat each other at work. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, because Yes And is so strong at American Marketing Association. You are one of the leaders of that. How have you seen it transform AMA's culture in the past two years? After all that we've gone through, yeah. how have you seen Yes And at play? Yeah. One thing is that, yes, we absolutely put these physical reminders in our office just as, you know, just to help let the environment help remind us of who we want to be. So that was helpful, um, really to embed in our environment who we want to be, um, embed in the hearts and minds of our, our, our team members who, um, how we expect everyone to behave and, and manage energy. So when we move to a virtual environment, and we are actually virtual indefinitely. Um, so we, uh, the majority of our team has chosen to work remotely going forward. We have a few team members who really love going back into the office. That's great. And that's their choice. Um, we have to kind of operate though and, and figure out how to, how to do that embedding in a hybrid environment. So. One of the things that we do is we talk about yes and um, in our culture. So we inculcate it as part of our onboarding. We talk about yes and. We, um, as new hires, like I mentioned earlier, we do five questions fast. And so we ask, we, um, we have a, a bucket of questions. I pull questions randomly from the bucket and, um, and they're questions we have been pulling for more than eight years now. So it has been a really fun way to hear the same questions over and over and get wildly different answers from person to person. So we have them start with this kind of improvisational exercise. Um, it's also something that we can do at the beginning of any kind of meeting too, is kind of set the rules of engagement. We have um, workshops sometimes where we're really meeting a yes and environment. So we can set our intention by saying, all right, so we're getting ready to start working on this thing. We've all prepared. We're all here to move this thing forward. So let's talk about, you know, how we want to operate today. First, like, let's start with a yes and mindset. 
um, really engage our core competencies too, which are curious, courageous, grateful, joyful, customer centric, and stakeholder sensitive. And really kind of just setting the mindset at the beginning of a meeting is a, a nice way to remind everybody like, this is what we want to achieve. We're all here to achieve this. And what we want is to, um, you know, it's not about me. It's not about my agenda. It's about what we're building together. And so I think that, that that's something that we can overtly express at the top of a meeting or even stop um, things in progress and say, Hey, you know, I want to just stop here for a moment and, um, and remind ourselves what we're here to do. So it's something that you don't have to call out in um, you know, a combative way. It, it can be something that you, if you see the energy kind of turning in a, in a negative direction or a less than productive direction, you can say, all right, I want to just stop here and, and take a pause and refocus ourselves on what we want to achieve. And that's where you can enter it in. So, you know, coming from a place of high kindness and high firmness, um, there's lots of intersection with radical candor and other um, kinds of um, concepts that I know you are wildly familiar with and um, and help share out into the world. Um, but those are tools that we can use in combination with yes and to elicit better outcomes. I love it, Kel. And you brought in radical candor. You know we're Kim Scott fans oh, here yeah. on this show. Oh, yeah, we She's are coming too. back, coming back with just words. Yes, with free air, Brian. Well, tell her the American Marketing Association says hello. We, we will. love her too. We she will. was a she was a keynote for us, and she ah. was just amazing. And we uh, immediately turned around and, and started um, implementing radical candor in our environment too. It's truly that combined with yes and are just wild, wild forces of nature that can transform cultures. It can transform oh, yeah. te- people. It can transform teams. So let me ask you this: for the leader listening today, who is who's never done improv who's never used yes and in any way, shape, or form, what is one thing they could do today, tomorrow, to use the benefit of yes and with their team without having to do a course or a class? Is there something that comes to mind? Yeah. So, you know, I really think that the the idea of staying... So when we think about improv, we're thinking about a number of different tenets. One is staying present, um, letting go of your agenda. Um, another is finding where you agree or where you can affirm a contribution using the and to build on what you receive and, and to continue to lead. And then, um, lastly is, you know, focusing on, um, it's not about you. It's about what you're creating together. It's about making your partners look brilliant. And so when we think about those concepts, that is managing energy. So when I think about what can I do today without having any training, it it is really about using some of the the, the concept of yes, which is just validating um, validating the person in front of you and what their contribution was. So it is about really just affirming what you heard. That is the easiest thing to do. That's the yes, is mirroring back to them. This is what I heard. 
am I right in, you know, in my interpretation of what, and then the and is putting, putting the, the period at the end of your sentence is that signal of gratitude. This is what I heard. And here's what I want to contribute. It is a simple formula. And it just is taking that moment to set that intention before you go into those, those kinds of conversations, where you know, it can be a a really powerful tool in changing the energy and shifting it in a positive place. It is really difficult sometimes to kind of look at ourselves from the outside in. I do think that that is a really worthwhile exercise is really just to reflect back on any conversation that you've had where like you've left the room and maybe you don't feel like you're excited about the next conversation. Take stock of that. Don't judge the feeling. Sit with the feeling, observe the feeling and really tap that curiosity and say, okay, what can I do to change that energy in our next conversation? How can I be really kind and still firm in um, where we need to go? That is a place of, of, you know, validating another person in front of you, recognizing that this is a two-way conversation, not a one-way conversation, and operating from that place of high kindness, high firmness, and validating what's in front of you. That is the stuff that moves things forward. Seeing each other is a really important piece. And the more you model that, the more you proliferate it in your organization and your relationships and um, in your work as well. So yeah, I I know I kind of meandered there a little bit, but those are the things that I think are easily actionable without taking a course without, you know, doing a deep dive study into something, you can just reflect to yourself and to others, what you're hearing, what you're feeling, what you're seeing, and make the choice to be grateful for what you're receiving and build on it and move forward. I love it so much. I feel like <laughs> this was like a little therapeutic right now. Like I was like, oh, thank yeah. you so much. I feel like I was like, I needed this session today. I'll send you, you'll send me the bill. <laughs> thank you so much. That felt great. I hope you take insurance. Um, well, oh. It's it's truly something that is pervasive, um, not just through professional lives, but my, my personal life. I, my, I even see it in my son. He's 10 and, and you know, there are times where he'll go, yes. And <laughs> yes. Knows, we've, we've built this at home just as much as we've built it at work. So it is, um, it is something that, um, can really change, change the way people operate in their relationships. And it doesn't just have to be at work. It can be anywhere. And you see it everywhere in other frameworks too. So yes, and is a a particularly useful tool, but you see it in all other places. Um, You know, you see it in mindfulness, the awake nature, being present, um, you know, engaging with your community, recognizing that it's not a one-way street, that you're building something together, you know? And then the idea of community is, you know, that this is something that can be a cultural ad. Um, and, and a cultural force in your organization, in your relationships, in your home. Um, it's just, it's, 
it is something that has really profoundly changed my life. And again, I'm an introvert. So like, you don't have to be an extroverted onstage actor who is in an improv troupe. You don't have to do that to recognize and, and put into play the power of this tool. You can be an introvert. It's just about setting that intention and managing that energy and, and moving things forward. And choosing. I love the word choice. Yeah, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. We make choices every day. And if we choose to feel good, not only are we going to choose the energy that we're putting into our bodies, it's like, you know, giving ourselves fuel. It's also going to change the output that we give to others, which is a direct mirror back. I love this conversation. And you, yeah, at least Colin. I love you, you too. You don't oh. even know. You don't even know. Okay, wait. Let me ask you this: Where, if somebody wanted to connect with you from the Improve It Fam, how could they find you? What could they do? Yeah, it's just it's certainly just find me on LinkedIn, Kelly Scullin, and um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Connect with me there. Those are the that's probably my main place for connection. And I'm you know really excited to to meet more of the Improve It fan through all of this. It's um it's been such a joy and a gift to work with you, and um and really and truly, I feel more resilient and more. Um, intentional in my work because of the things I've learned through Improve It and through Improv. Um, I know like the first time I ever did it, I was really tenuous about it. I wasn't sure because I was like, I don't know, this is going to make me, this is going to put me on the spot. But guess what? Like I, I feel like um, it is something that I've only gotten better at. I am no expert by any stretch of the imagination, but it is really such a joy. And um, and I'm excited to meet more fans, more, uh, more, more of the improved fam uh, through LinkedIn and, um, and connecting here. Okay. Well, Kel, we're going to drop your little LinkedIn in the show notes. So if you want to connect with Kelly, hear more, you can do that. But I have to tell you, Cal, I'm so, it took a while. I don't know why it took so long, but now we're here. We got you here. And I'm so glad that you are here. I'm so glad a cupcake connected us so many years ago. And I'm going to tell you what. glutton for those cupcakes. Oh my God. They were so good. So good. But life is sweeter with you in it. Okay. That's what I'm going to leave that. You like that? You like that? You like that? Okay. We love you, Kel. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for all the light you put out there. I'm, I'm really, truly very, very grateful. And um, I'm just so, so delighted to have you in my life oh my and God. to okay. have your work in the lives of others. So keep up the good stuff. Thank you. And again, now here's the, literally, and we're going to end with a tear in the retina. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank Love you. you Bye. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Bye. Improve it, fam. I'm so glad you got to talk to the one and only Kelly Scullin, one of literally my favorite human beings. Again, I say that a lot, but there's just so many good people out there. And Kelly is 
doing doing the work, putting light and love and levity and positivity into the world. So as you heard, we talked about this notion of yes and as a way to choose to acknowledge your team members' contribution that was so impactful. It's a choice and is entering the new variable into the conversation. And Kelly gave us some really awesome tips on how to use yes and in your organization today, which if you've never taken an improv class or a class with Improve It, she gave you some really great tangibles. And I want to yes and her yes and. So here's what I want you to do. You know, I like to give you this tangible to take away. Improv is all about making your scene partner look good. So I want you to start tracking the times that you use yes and in your day to day. I want you to take a little post-it out on your desk, have it next to your keyboard, and every time you feel yourself validating the person that you're talking to, whether it's on Zoom, if you're in the office, if somebody comes to your desk, I want you to give yourself a check mark or a little tally. And I want you to reflect on the number of tallies that you have on your yes and tally marker at the end of the day. Because what you have done is you have made the choice to choose to validate the person you're speaking with. You've made the choice to make that person feel seen and feel heard. You've made the choice to shift the energy from negative to positive. And more importantly, you've made the choice to feel good yourself. We always talk about this concept, you can't lead anybody else if your tea kettle is not full. Yes, and is putting water into that kettle. It's filling your kettle so that you can then fill others' teacups. It is such an amazing, beautiful philosophy and concept. I did not make it up. I just teach it, live it, breathe it. And I want you to try to implement it into your day. Try this for one day. See how it feels. See how the conversations take shape. See how your mindset and your perspective shifts. And let me know how it goes. As always, I am rooting for you. Keep improving. Keep failing, as Kelly talked about. But more importantly, keep sharing your it. It is your it that brings more laughter, levity, and positivity to this world. And I'm so grateful that we had you here for a brief moment of time so we could share some it with you and you can then take that it and share it with somebody else. Thanks so much. See you next week. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Improve It. I am so happy you are along for the ride. If you enjoyed this show, head on over to iTunes to leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Now, if you're really feeling today's show and you've improved it even just a little bit, please take a screenshot and tag me at Keeping It Real Deal on Instagram and share it in your stories. I'll see you next week, but I I want to leave you with this thought. What did you improve today and how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I am rooting for you and the world needs that special it that only you can bring. See you next time.